Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talks show. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. This episode, we're going to look at you were born to, what you were born to do. Now, I hear this saying a lot, and uh, I have beef with it, as you're going to hear right now. Um, I think it's garbage. I think that I think that people who believe that other people were born to do something are stuck in the trap of what I talked about in the last episode, which is one-itis, that there is this one thing this one path, this one thing that they're meant to do with their life because they see other people having success with it. You weren't born to do one specific thing, all right? There there wasn't some like preordained, uh, embedded in your bones, what you needed to do with this existence. You actually get to choose and create that. You're the creator of your own experience in this life. Even the people And I'm going to challenge this. Even the people who believe that God has given them some purpose on earth, they still need to train and become and learn and earn the right to be that person, the right to lead those people, the right to um, become uh, the the leader that they believe that, that God, whichever God that is, has meant for them to be. So even in that case, you still actually have to earn it. You still actually have to become that thing. The the main part of this is that I heard somebody saying this the other day, former colleague of mine that I used to work with, and uh, and he said, oh, yeah, that person is just a a natural-born salesperson. And I was like, no, they're not. And he looked at me kind of confused, and I said, no, he's not a natural-born salesperson. He learned how to become that. And he was probably in an environment conducive for her, him learning how to become more empathetic, more charismatic, more aware of people's body language, more aware of people's types of communication and how they communicated and how they wanted to be listened to. And he just became more adapt at being able to read his environment and read the people that were in front of him. And that's what makes him a great salesperson. He wasn't born that way. He wasn't born with that with those any of those gifts. Those gifts were developed. And so the thing that I want to address today is that whether you are the person who has found their life purpose, whether you're the person who is searching for what they were quote unquote born to do, first I want you to know you get to choose that. And it can feel overwhelming at times. A lot of people, when they really start to think about it, it seems like an, uh, an overwhelming thing because they either have no idea what they want to do or they have so many things that they want to do that they don't even know where to start. So either way, um, you weren't born to do just one thing. You were born to define and create and refine and earn your own path. And that is an incredibly, uh, incredibly inspiring and somewhat terrifying thing. But here's the thing. How do you know? How do you know what your life has been pointing you towards? What would be the most rewarding thing for you to do with your life? Well, the great thing about that question is that there are hints. Life, God, the universe, or whatever you want to call it, leaves hints for you to figure it out. And one of those hints, probably one of the biggest hints, is what is the environment? What is the actual environment that you were in and what are the lessons from those environments? So I'll give you myself for example. I grew up between two families. I had two separate families. My parents got divorced when I was three. They both got remarried when I was five. They both had a daughter when I was eight and nine, respectively. And then they both had a son. So I grew up in between these two 
completely opposite but completely identical families where in both systems, imagine two separate families, the parents are the same age, the daughters are the same age, the sons are the same age, and both families have a freaking dog. And I grew up in that space. And so I was always looking at the duality between two families because my mom and my stepmom were polar opposite. My dad and my stepdad were polar opposite. My sisters are polar opposite. My brothers are polar opposite. Both of my families could not be more different. They just literally couldn't be more different. And so my environment, the environment that I grew up in was incredibly and excessively conducive for me uh, to start to learn how to see discrepancies, how to see polarities, how to start to see things in a binary way, how to start to observe existence in its juxtaposition, in its in its contradiction, in how things were different, but how things were the same. And when I started to realize this in my late 20s, I started to realize that I actually had an incredible gift for understanding people because I had seen such a difference, such a wide breadth of people growing up. And I got to see and learn human behavior in a very real way because of my family, because of the discrepancies and the differences in my sisters, in my brothers, in my fathers, in my in my mothers, I got to see all of that firsthand. And it taught me some amazing lessons about how to communicate, how to interact, how to negotiate, <laughs> how, how to get along with different types of people. And that's charisma. I also learned empathy and compassion for people who think differently than me. I also learned empathy and compassion for people who are very similar to me. And, and in that environment, I started to thrive. The second thing that you need to learn about not what you were born to do, but what you choose to do is what are the gifts that you have started to cultivate throughout your life and the results that you want to produce that fulfill you because of them. Now, this is a really important one because a lot of people look at what they want to do with their life and they think, well, I was born to do something, so I got to figure that out. But they, they spend so much time focused in on doing that they miss out on the being. They miss out on who they actually are as a human being. They miss out on the, on the gifts and the skills that they absolutely feel rewarded by using. So, for example, for me, I keep bringing it back to me because I've got no guest on the show. So, it's just going to come back to me. When I was a kid... I used to listen. I loved Michael Jackson. I loved music. I was a huge, 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 huge fan. Uh, I, you know, I, I loved um, like Radiohead and um, oh man, what was the, the band that sang Brass Monkey? It's totally slipping my mind right now and you're probably sitting there knowing the answer. Um, but anyway, I loved Metallica. I loved Green Day. Like I was huge in, I mean, I liked Tupac when I got older. But I was huge into music. I absolutely loved it. I was obsessed with music. And as a kid, as a very little kid, I used to listen to Michael Jackson and I had this cassette player, this like old cassette player that had two tape decks and I would put a tape in and I would listen to Michael Jackson and then I would, I had a blank tape and the other cassette recorder and I would record myself singing Michael Jackson. I just loved music. I loved performing. I would sing in the shower. I'd sing around the house. I just loved it. I just like, it was my jam. And what that taught me is that I'm a bit of an entertainer. I'm not a guru. I'm not a teacher. I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a, an executive, you know, I'm not very good as a CEO or COO, 
But what I am is an entertainer because I understand people and I know how to get through to them. And because of that, I started to see that there were so many different ways in which I could entertain, in which I could use my gift for speaking or communicating a specific message because that's what singing is. That's what music is. It's you taking a message and communicating it through different sounds, whether it's through an instrument or through an actual performance to somebody else and having them receive that and interpret it in their own way. And when I realized that, I realized that I could get, I could use my gift in a very specific way. And later on in life, when I was singing opera, I realized that I was using my gift of entertaining, but I realized that the results that I was producing were not the results that I wanted to have in the world because they didn't fulfill me. Sure, I got to sing on stages. Sure, I got to sing opera. Sure, I got to like, you know, do some cool things and travel the world. But the impact, the results, the impact that I wanted to have on people was that I wanted to help transform their life in some way, shape, or form. And I didn't see, and I didn't believe, and I didn't feel in, the, in my bones that music was the vehicle that I was meant to use to get those results, to have that impact in the world. And I realized that there was other mediums that I could use in order to do so. I could use one-on-one conversations. I could use the microphone. I could have a podcast. I could write a blog. There were so many different ways. And so I started to explore those mediums. And the more that I did that, the more proficient I became at getting the results and having the impact that I wanted in the world. So those are the two big things. So Whatever you think you were born to do, let go of the one-itis, let go of the need to try and find this big one thing that all that, that's putting all of this pressure on you in, in life. Let go of that and look at your past, look at your environment, ask yourself, what did my environment teach me growing up? What lessons did I learn from my environment? And then secondly, ask yourself, what, what gifts, what skills do I have and that I've always had ever since I was a little kid? Um, and, and what do I get out of using them? And then secondly, what's the impact, what's the results that I want those gifts to have and what's in it for me? So I'm going to leave you with those questions. I hope that you found them um, inspiring. I would, you know, I would encourage you to write them down and answer them today or tomorrow. And uh, man it forward, share this episode with just one person. It goes a long way. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Uh, we have definitely been ranking up on iTunes lately, which has been absolutely phenomenal. So thank you to everyone that's been doing that. And if you share the podcast, definitely tag me on whatever social media platform you use because I would love to give you a shout out. So until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.